Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Baratapapa. En McDonald's Participantes por Tiempo Limitado. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Baratapapa. En McDonald's Participantes por Tiempo Limitado. Did you bring wine? I got the glasses. You guys, I made a quiz. No, I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the official Broad Wasted podcast, where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and T for two is two and four. Listen, if we're going two by two to Two Heads Park, then two Kingsmen is all I need to match with two ladies, d lady d The two musketeers have two little words for you. Two people in love. Wait, I mean, two sleepy people. I mean, uh, two player game. I mean, I mean, two a day. I mean... Us two, chitty prayer? No, I, I mean two worlds. Yeah, 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 that'll do. I mean, you've got to pick a pocket or two. Joining us today are the usual two lost souls, a.k.a. two nobodies in New York, including Kevin, torn between two lovers, Jager. Yes, it's such a hard place to be, and I'm always there. <laughs> Kimberly, our act two finale game master and unofficial babysitter for the hour. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> And with us is a returning guest who we dearly love to help us kick off season two of Broadwasted. Was season one five years? Yes. Is season two not five years? I don't know. We'll see. Um, well, you've had a break. We've had a break. But now we bring you one of the favorites. You may know him from some of his highlights like Hair, Phantom on the Town, Catch Me If You Can, Candida, Chorus Line, Scotland, PA, and his incredible Halloween specials. Let's give a big broad-waisted welcome to friend of the show. Friend of the show! Jay Armstrong Johnson! What's up, you wasted weirdo? Yeah! Welcome! Cheers! Oh, cheers. Clinkies, clinkies. I forgot how. Yeah, right? Um, well, welcome to season two of Broad Wasted. We are so happy to have you kick off this season of Broad Wasted. This is going to be super fun. Um, we love you. We know that our listeners love you. And I know we have a lot to talk about. So let's just get started with what are you drinking? What are, you drinking? What are we drinking? I am drinking Maker's Mark on the Rocks. Beautiful. Love Wonderful. It. Beautiful. Delicious. Delicious. Kevin. What are you drinking? I am drinking a uh, Pinot Noir because my wine-loving dad texted and said that today, the day we're recording, is actually National Pinot Noir Day. Oh. So, oh. Pinot Noir. I just am sticking with the theme. Beautiful. Kimberly, what are you sipping on? I have some Hudson baby bourbon. Oh, so good. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Love it. I'm uh, I'm trying to keep summer going. I have a shipyard brewing company's summer ale, um, mm. straight from Maine. So good, delish. I love shipyard. Mm-hmm, me too. Their pumpkin head. If we're talking about like the fall as well, their pumpkin head is delicious. As well. I really enjoy that. Um, but here we are. We're talking to Jamson Johnson. How have you been? What's new? You know, we. I think the last time we <laughs> talked to you was last Halloween. Right. Um, I, I know you have. I know you have your birthday and a show coming up. There's so much to talk about, but um, I mean, how have you been? I've been good. Um, I've kind of been traveling a lot this summer, which has been fun and exciting. I 
went out to LA for all of May because um, Todrick Hall uh, invited me to come be a producer on a few of his new music videos in conjunction Ooh. with his latest album that he dropped called Femulin. Stream mm-hmm. it wherever hey, you can hear cool. music now. It's a really incredible, very queer album. Um, and we shot some really awesome music videos. So um, I learned a lot and worked really hard with him out there. Um, and then I went to Texas for all of June uh, to direct a new musical theater camp with my best friend, Amanda Williams Ware, who's also one of my Sanderson sisters in uh, my Halloween show. Um, But that was a blast as well um, to kind of lead a theater camp. I hadn't been to theater camp since I was like 15 years old. So then then be up there leading the pack was really awesome. And I took all of my knowledge that I've gleaned from all of my music video making over the last year. And we made it like a really cool um, multi- a dimensional camp so it wasn't just about singing and acting and dancing for the stage we also taught acting for the camera and we shot camp-wide music videos which made the kids feel really cool and gave them like the tools that they needed to know about what it means to be on a set and so so that was really I fun there's a lot of kids in texas who are now like this one time at theater camp <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. um, but i've mostly been teaching um uh, i have some private acting students that I see on zoom, um, every week. Um, and I got two new baby kitties, um, a few months ago. Um, that has been fun being a new cat dad. What are their names? Barnaby and Gus. Yes. (laughs) That's literally perfect. I love it. They're cuties. We rescued them from Puppy Kitty NYC, which is an awesome rescue organization here in New York. Um, And they just... Uh, they just got neutered a couple of days ago. And so ooh, ooh. you might be able to hear them yowling in the background as they hate these cones <laughs> that they've been put into little straight jackets. Sure. No. Yeah, little little kitty straight jackets. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. Well, you said you were back in Texas, like doing theater camp. Like, what did you learn from the kids? What did you hope to instill and imbue on the kids in terms of like the lessons that you've learned, especially growing up in Texas and coming out to the, and this may roll into your cabaret or show, but like, I don't know, like what, what, when somebody goes to a camp that you are running, a theater camp that you are running, what, what do you want them to take from it? Um, well, what was really cool is the kind of um, diversity that our camp had in terms of gender representation. We had one kid um, come out to us as trans in the middle of camp and um, he cut his hair off like a couple of days into camp and he was really nervous about it. But we made sure to lead with introducing ourselves with our pronouns. And so we had our we had the fin- our finger on the pulse in terms of what it meant to know that we had some kids that felt the need to really be accepted and that's kind of how I found and loved theater was that I found a community of people that loved me and accepted me Mm -hmm. and lifted me up even for my weird theater love um so that was something that was really kind of cool and I learned a lot these kids these days they're so modern honey I mean it's it's (laughs) it's wild um how much they taught me about acceptance and how um, comfortable they feel in their skin and we really hoped to give them that space um, to feel accepted like I felt when I was at that same theater camp sure um, so that was cool um, another thing that we really focused on as uh, like a team was this idea of like mindfulness um, I think when we were growing up learning theater it was like eat nails like go, 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 don't rest until it's perfect. And, you know, after being in a few Broadway shows and figuring out what it is to do an eight show week and how kind of grueling and taxing it is on the mind and the body and the spirit, like it's work that we really wanted to teach the kids um, what it means to practice mindfulness just as important as practicing your acting or your singing or your dancing. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, if and when they choose to make the arts their career, that they have that as a part of their foundation to move forward. Cause I feel like if we would have had more of that, maybe we wouldn't have, I don't know, um, fallen down a, f- a few times along the path. Um, but you know, sure. hindsight's 2020. That's beautiful. That sounded like a lot of fun. It was very cool. Do you find that the, you find that the kids are like, like how you said you introduced it, like acting on film. Do you find that these kids nowadays are more comfortable being in front of the camera because of their 
like social media and like filming like their lives with their phones? Or do you think it's just as jarring to be in front of a camera as an actor, no matter what? Yeah, I think it kind of depended on the kid. There were some kids that like thrived in that environment and were super, super excited. And there were some kids that just refused to get behind that camera. So they were kind of just watching from the outside or, you know, maybe we're in the back doing a little dance during one of our music video shoots. But yeah, I, I, I do think that kids gravitate toward what it means to be on camera just because of social media and because of the kind of, I don't know, overload um, of media that is out there, especially mm-hmm. video content with TikTok and Instagram. And so, um, I don't know. I think that that's just kind of where our industry is going with Broadway HD and the filming of Broadway shows being streamed mm-hmm. on platforms. And so we're just trying to, you know, keep up with the Ninja Joneses as Mark Fisher likes to say. So you were in Texas and your, 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 your show coming up to celebrate your birthday um, is at uh, 54 below um, and you can get tickets online, go to 54 below.com. You can also, it's also streaming at the same time, which is super, super cool. So you can actually buy tickets to just have access to stream it. So making it super accessible for anyone who does want to see it. But um, I know that it relates a lot to your roots, how country music influenced you growing up in Texas. Um, Talk a little bit about your show and kind of how you conceived it. Yeah. I mean, my first solo show at 54 below was like musical potpourri. It was like, I wanted to kind of showcase all of my music loves, which is like, you know, Whoopi Goldberg's monologue in Sister Act 2, where it's like eclectic, <laughs> I love rock and roll, rap, jazz. Um, mm-hmm. so that was kind of my first foray into what it means to put on like a solo show. So now I am kind of wanting to take a deep dive into each genre that I love so much. And since country was kind of the music I was born into, um, it felt like the right place to start. Um, I've been pretty nostalgic with country music lately, uh, especially during the pandemic. I've been listening to a lot of music. I, I like turned on like a nineties country music, like Spotify playlist. And it was wild as that. I think I knew every single word to every single song because what I grew up in. So I'm excited to revisit that music that I know and love and that I always heard on the radio every mm. single waking hour of every single waking day and loving country music television. And, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just who I was growing up really. That's awesome. Um, do you have any sneak peeks of something that's going to be at your show or people or songs or anything? Well, um, I would, it, I would, my girls, my, um, my two best friends, my favorite singers on the planet, Amanda Williams, Ware and Allison Robinson will be there. Awesome. They're Texas girls themselves. We grew up doing theater together. They're my Sanderson sisters every year <laughs> for my Halloween show. So they will be there alongside of me singing back up and taking some solos as well. So they will absolutely be a part of it. Um, Will Van Dyke is my music director. He's currently music directing um, and Grammy nominated for Little Shop of Horrors off Broadway. Yeah, yeah. And he has an incredible career that spans from Kinky Boots to Rent to uh, Pretty Woman. I mean, he's, Mm -hmm. he's unbelievable and he's creating all of my um, musical arrangements um, and I'm currently looking for a possible um, guest artist to join me on a Reba McIntyre song. So if, if I find the right artist, then I think that um, we'll execute that song. Cool. Yeah. So that's that's September 1st at 54 Below. It's at 9.45 p.m. You can, you can go in person or you can uh, stream it uh, through 54below.com. Check out all the information is there. And I'm sure that you can follow Jay on Instagram and, and all of his social media to, to get a little bit more. Um, yeah. But you did mention that you, you traveled a lot this summer, but there's a place where we haven't gone to in quite a while. And I think we should go there. Tuesdays in the corner with Kevin. It's Kevin's corner. Welcome to Kevin's Corner, Jay. Oh, thank you, Kevin. No one's been here in a long time. It's a little dusty. I try to do my best, but then I put out new doilies. So <laughs> good to go there. Um, so today, I wanted to play a fun game because your name is Jay, which is also, wait for it, a letter. So if it's a letter and a name, I'm going to ask you a series of normal interview questions. 
but you have to answer every question with your answer has to be from the letter, like starting with the letter J. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's a good one already. <laughs> well, so I would say, well, Jay, so nice to be sitting with you today for this interview of uh, very important questions. And the first question I have to ask you is, what is your favorite food? And jelly, actually. Um, if I was being specific, it would be raspberry jelly. I know that that doesn't start with the J, but at least it's jelly. <laughs> in the in the encyclopedia, it'd be a jelly, comma raspberry. Right there, you go. Fact. You're totally exactly. And who is your favorite pop singer? Jessie J, of course. She's simply the best, and that's a double J, baby. <laughs> And what do you think is the perfect song to sing to someone as a lullaby at night? Jack Be Nimble, Jack Be Quick, the musical song. It was definitely such a music sometime. I will look it up. Jack Be Nimble, Jack Be Quick, that's a great song. That's a great song. I look it up on Spotify. I really love it. I wonder um, if it's actually on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it is somewhere. There are nursery rhymes. And what is your favorite animated film? Jurassic Park is not an animated film. Juno is not an animated film. Do y'all know one? Are y'all like saying, why can't he think about about? I can't think of any. So, <laughs> Kevin, did you have examples in mind? Technically, Jumanji uh, does have animation in it, but it's not an animated film. Just around the riverbed and the Pokemons. <laughs> oh, I can only think of one. Oh, well, can you give me hints, Kim? Well, I wonder if your favorite might be Jimmy Neutron, Bowling Genius. <laughs> oh, very good. That's actually very, very good. That's a really, really good one. I think what other one? I, I think we'll take, we'll take that one. That works. Do you have any others, Kevin? No, of course not. This isn't my interview. Oh, great. <laughs> just set me up for failure. <laughs> I just picked things that would be funny to ask you, and maybe you would come up with something that I didn't know. <laughs> uh, oh, great. What? No, I know you're a dancer. You're, you're, you're quite the dancer, actually. The first time I ever encountered you on the stage, oh. I saw you in a show called On the Town. Ah, uh, yes. And you were quite the dancer. So what is your favorite dance move? It's a jeté, of course. It's spelled J-E-T-E with a con acento and la, la, the second E. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And if you, didn't, if you couldn't pick jeté, what would you pick as your second favorite dance move? The jiggle. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> I love the jiggle. <laughs> I love that. And what is what is your favorite drink at the end of the night? Jamba juice. <laughs> 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 like, I have to have one in my apartment at all times. All times. <laughs> my kitchen is a jamba juice. Just so you know. <laughs> really good double one and. What is your favorite country song that you're not singing at your concert? <laughs> How dare you? Um, Jingle Bells, as performed by Dolly Parton. <laughs> uh, this is Why won't you be singing that in September? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was good. See, I thought I was setting you up for Jesus Take the Wheel, but Jingle oh. Bell by Dolly Parton was way better. See, Jesus Take the Wheel is actually a very good song. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Baratapapa. En McDonald's Participantes por Tiempo Limitado. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Baratapapa. En McDonald's participantes por tiempo limitado. So, speaking of country music, because I'm from Florida, so, like, I grew up, like, I love me some country music, too. Um, especially the, like, pop country, like, the, like, Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, like, 
that kind of era of country. Yes, yes, but yes, yes, yes. I know for a lot of people who are not from where we grew up, they get this like weird nose upturned at country music sometimes. Hmm. So what would you say to like all, a lot of your fans who love you and want to see you, but we're like a country concert? Like, what do you think that your show is bringing that? Like, <laughs> I love how you said a country concert with a twang to it. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that there are so many tunes out there in the world that started out as country tunes, but because they're so great melodically and lyrically that they became pop tunes that you might not know that I Will Always Love You by Dolly Parton is mm-hmm. actually the song that Whitney Houston sang or that... I swear was also done by John Michael Montgomery as well as Boyz II Men, and so you know it's it's actually a genre that is uh, it, that does like translate very easily because of the chord progression and because of the lyricism of it. It's storytelling. Um, I think that's why I'm kind of drawn to country music as well as theater because just the the storytelling that happens in those songs are so darn good <laughs> that a lot of times you know even some Beyonce songs are like. <laughs> have like five lyrics in them and you're like, okay, well, this isn't really a story. It's just a good beat with five, <laughs> with five words. Right. Yeah. As yeah. To like, my mom. Uh, oh, sorry. I was no, saying my mom went through a country phase when I was young and I remember like really enjoying it. Cause I was like, they tell a story like Broadway. Right. <laughs> and it was exactly. just like Amy Grant and show tunes on the way to school. <laughs> like I keep wondering one why, why Broadway hasn't seen like a country jukebox musical yet. And I feel yeah. like they're so right for it. Yeah. Like, it's, so I know. Songs are just, for sure. Like, they're like story songs. Like they're like great, like little soliloquies moments. Like you take a song from Emerson <laughs> drive talking about like the guy he met on the bridge who like changed his life. So he didn't kill himself. Like, it's just like, wait, what? Isn't there a Dixie chicks musical coming out or goodbye Earl? Am I making that up? Did I envision that in my mind? Oh, well, they're called the chicks now, Kimberly. True, on true, it. sorry. <laughs> but what's, what's crazy is that my friend Chastin Harmon, who was one of the swings on hair with me, we would sit backstage at hair and we would like dream up the Dixie Chicks musical. She had this like idea in her head that was freaking genius about actually taking the chicks' music and putting it into a musical. So I mm-hmm. hope you're right, Kimberly. I'm not heard. I think you are. I don't know if it's a jukebox musical, if they're writing something specifically for oh. a musical, but cool. I, I absolutely remember reading something Thing to that effect. Wow. And a while ago, there's a workshop of a country jukebox musical called Fancy. Yes. With the song please. Fancy. I do remember that one. I remember it all very well. Looking back, it was the summer I turned 18. Actually, uh-huh. <laughs> we lived in a one room rundown shack on the outskirts of New Orleans. <laughs> I don't want you want to stop me, I promise. As, <laughs> Will we be hearing a, that on September 1st? As a no, white no. as a white Jewish boy from New from North Jersey, New York area, this is all just like like a foreign language to me. Well, baby, Man. get on board because we're I'm going gonna have to stream it on September 1st. You sure will, honey. <laughs> I'm actually super excited that they're streaming it because most of my friends and family from Texas can't actually make it up to New York for this show, which makes me super sad. Hey. But when they actually reached out to me for a live stream, which they don't do too often for their shows yeah. there, um, it really made me happy because then I was able to reach out to my family and be like, guess what? You only you have to pay to $15 and you get to sit on your couch. <laughs> <laughs> That's, awesome. That's so fun. Cool. I would have killed for like concerts to be live streamed, like Broadway concerts to be live streamed when I was in like college and high school. <laughs> like sure. I talk all the time about my obsession with early 2000s YouTube for like Broadway concerts. But if I could have just like sat in my dorm and watched them live oh. every day, every day mm-hmm. of the week. Are you talking about the concerts changer. with Jay when Jay had the big fro? <laughs> leave Ruby Correct. Wild. <laughs> Actually, what's funny is my friend Morgan Carr, who's actually just blown up in the last couple of weeks or so because he has that new single with Sarah Bareilles. Mm. Um, we've been talking uh-huh. on the internet and he's reminding me of the concerts that we did back in like 2009, 2010. Wait, where it was- you do Halfway together? Was yeah, that the two of you? Yeah, totally. And then we, so we have a... Your picture of the thumbnail. Oh yeah, he's got that he crazy high voice. He's on the, the Kerrigan Loudermilk, their first CD doing this somewhere in a quiet little... Two strangers. Yes, yes. Yeah. Should we play a game? <gasps> yes. Oh, sure. We Singing haven't done that in a while. Music. 
I'm trying to figure out how to pitch this game with people who don't know what I do all day. Um, but as Jay and I ran into each other the other day and I was like, oh, a social interaction with people that are adults. Um, because I spend my days in a children's dance studio. <laughs> um, and so we have a game that's just entitled country song title or a quote from a child at work. <laughs> I think these are pretty hard, but I don't know about, I don't know how much you like country. Honestly, so these, I don't even care about playing the game at this point. This concept and title is already good enough. This is like genius. spectacular. This was a new game for season two. Is it this or is it a quote from a child at work? Because boy, do we have some kids say the darndest things just every day of our life. And especially we've been doing summer camps. And so they're with us for so long that eventually these children will say something. I'm so obsessed. That is hilarious. So basically when it is your turn, I will say a phrase and you tell me if it's the name of a country song or if like a four-year-old said it to me at work today. So, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kevin, do you want to go first? I'd love to. Great. Um, My uncle used to love me, but she died. (laughs) <laughs> that is something that a kid at work said incorrect that is a country song by roger miller <laughs> <laughs> this shit is genius kimberly oh it's god. genius oh god. hey would you like a turn of course i'm feeling a little famous I hope it's a kid at work. Truly. This was a child at work. Oh, thank okay. God. I was like, if that's a country song, that's sung by Kelly Pickler. Like, there's nobody else. <laughs> no. She was wearing the same color skirt as her teacher. And so when she said, like, how's everyone feeling today? She goes, I'm feeling a little famous. We match. Oh, my <laughs> God. Her teacher. She's and so then her genius. teacher felt a little famous as well. Brian, would you like a turn? I would. Hmm. <clears throat> I still like baloney. Uh, I'm going to say it's a child. That is a country music song by Alan Jackson. No fucking wow. way. Uh, uh, wild. I'm going to have to listen to all of these afterwards. <laughs> all right, Kevin, would you like a turn? Of course. Mm-hmm. I like bananas because they have no bone. That's a kid. The country music song. What? Who's okay. your hot shots? You're definitely not selling my concert very well right now. <laughs> <laughs> did you only? Did you, you only pick so- songs? <laughs> did you only pick songs from Jay's set list? <laughs> <laughs> he still doesn't like baloney. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, Jay, I have one for you. Ready? Hit me. Mm. I'm not here to listen. That's a child. That is a child. Yeah. <laughs> wow. oh, what like a good a- song would that be? Oh, yeah. That's that's a really all good song title. Jay's, all the ones Jay's got that he knew as a child, I was like, I can hear that song in my head. Yeah, totally. Like, like the music stops and it's just like, I'm not here to listen or something like that. You know? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a Carrie and, Underwood song. If yeah, I totally. And, like, Absolutely. Bride is pissed that she got passed over. Correct. Like, <laughs> also, a four-year-old oh, ballerina that just doesn't want to stand up straight. So. I'm not here, to, not here listen. to listen. God, I wish I had the balls to say that when I was a kid. Right? Forget about it as a kid right, right? now. Please <laughs> <laughs> imagine you walk into a meeting. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not here to listen. <laughs> Oh my goodness, Brian, would you like a turn? Yeah, I'm not, I'm just no nervous. Okay. Everything about this dress is good. That's a kid. That's a child, yeah. Okay, okay. But I could still hear the sound. Yeah, huh? absolutely. Everything about this dress is good. <laughs> and then it's like a list, it's like a list, it's like the hem, the belt. The straps that fall off my shoulders. Yeah, and then it ends with like, it's like it goes yeah, really yeah. Deep. Or like, and then it ends with, but what I love most of all is the way he looks at me. 
<laughs> That's part two of this game. We're just going to write these songs for this songs. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Kevin, would you like a turn? Yes, please. <clears throat> my head hurts, my feet stink, and I don't love Jesus. That's a country song because it says Jesus. <laughs> That's a Jimmy Buffett song. Yeah. I, I know it well. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really know that song? Oh, absolutely. And it was featured in the Broadway musical Escape to Margaritaville. Oh my God, it was. <laughs> it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I have a few more. Jay, let's see. You can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. I mean, if that's a child, where are they from? So I'm going to guess it's a country song. It is a country song. I teach children in Manhattan. They don't know (laughs) (laughs) if they do, they're referring to like Buffalo Wild Wings. That's correct. That's right. That's right. Which is delicious. (laughs) Fair. Okay, Brian. Uh I have my crown on for Easter. I'm going to say a country song. That was a child. Oh, uh, okay. Nowhere near Easter time, but I asked why she was wearing a crown. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, it's for Easter. Okay. Right. <laughs> the same child who says, my head hurts, my feet hurt, and I don't love Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think I have one more. Kevin, you ready? Oh, no, I have two more. Okay. I get to watch a show when I go on the toilet. That's a kid? That's a child. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. That well, really shouldn't you, be a country song. I know. Or a song in That's general. one of the songs you can't hear. <laughs> okay, I'll do the last one and you can all guess. <clears throat> okay. I'm feeling destructive. This is a really good last one. Uh-huh. Thank you. I'm proud of it. Because it would be a fantastic song. <laughs> it also, yeah. It also would be a really, like, emotive and amazing way for a kid to communicate how they feel. Yeah. it also sounds like something a kid stole directly from their parents' mouth. For sure. And it's definitely, he says, I'm feeling destructive. Okay. And I feel like it's also, but Carrie Underwood song. Yeah, exactly. It would be a Carrie Underwood song. It would like, it would be like a sexy video. Like, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. So what are we going with? What are you going with Jay? I'm going to say it's a child because I love this child. (laughs) I'm going as a country song. Uh, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, uh, oh, country song, country song. Child. Uh, <laughs> That's so good. But you can hear the song she was writing in her head. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You, honestly, honestly, we should write a country musical with brand new songs <laughs> based on the titles of children. Yes. And that toilet yeah, one is going to be a hit. <laughs> <laughs> that opens that oh you can either that opens act two where it's just like maybe it's the narrator or maybe it it's opens the act one. And it's, it's the framing right. device. It's the show he's watching on the toilet. <laughs> oh, so it's, it's man on it's man on throne. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or or, or Michael in the bathroom by himself. Yeah, love, love it. <laughs> Starring George Salazar. Starring I get to watch a show on the toilet. <laughs> wow. In the bathroom number two. It's great. <laughs> oh, oh wow. God. That's been. Was that a country song or a quote from a child at work? <laughs> a really fantastic game, Kimberly. I'm very Thank you impressed. So by this. much. <laughs> really, well, really, really good. I know this is a, like a hard left turn, but let's talk about Halloween. Um. <laughs> kids love Halloween. Yeah, kids love Halloween. <laughs> So last year you did your incredible Sanderson sisters, Halloween spectacular um, as a video, as, as people could stream it, rent it, watch it, all that stuff. Um, I know it was like wildly successful. So from us at Broadway said to you, like, congratulations. That's amazing. Um, We only talked to you beforehand. We'd love to hear a little bit of like, you know, leading up to whatever you're going to do this Halloween. Tell us about like the reaction to that, the response to that. We, I'd love to hear more about the back end of, um, of that experience last year. Yeah. What's crazy is that um, I've been trying to get Broadway cares on board for this show. I mean, this year they'll 
will be our sixth year of doing it. So I've been doing it as a concert for the past five years or for the first four years, we were two years at 54 Below and two years at Le Poisson Rouge down in the West Village. <laughs> sure. Um, and so I really was super interested in bringing Broadway Cares on board as our like benefactor and our presenter. And back in January, um, two Januarys ago now, um, we had a meeting and they said, yeah, let's do this. And that was before the pandemic actually knocked us out. Um, so I thought that like my fifth anniversary was going to just be a thing that wouldn't happen. Um, but then I got a little broad wasted one night and started dreaming a little bigger. And I heard that like television and film production was being allowed back in New York with phase four of reopening during the pandemic. And so I had a wild idea to actually do this virtually, but not do what we'd been seeing in virtual performances, which is like, you know, performances blank wall right performances in front of our zoom cameras right and so yeah i thought well what if we could maybe overproduce like a visual album um, a nod to beyonce's lemonade or a nod to todrick hall's straight out of oz but make it Mm -hmm. focus focus focused um so we ran with it and broadway cares gave us the thumbs up and um it was wild. I mean, you know, we'd all been sitting on our butts for six months, all of us as artists and creative spaces were shut down. So every, pretty much everyone that I asked to come on board to do it um, said yes. And they literally brought their A game. They gave 110%. And I just remember walking on set of each day and just feeling like there was magic in the room and creative mm-hmm. people were being creative again for the first time. So I wasn't quite sure what it would end up being. Um, but what it did end up being fully exceeded all of my expectations. Um, I had genius directors of photography, genius editors, genius costume designers, <laughs> genius performers, genius musicians that all just kind of like rallied together. And we were able to pay a little bit of everyone something because Broadway Cares was very um, in touch with the fact that artists needed work and they needed money to sustain. So we were able to pay artists at least a little fee for their work. And we ended up um, raising a quarter of a million dollars for Broadway Cares that night. and it was just really well received. I, anytime I'm having a down day, I just go back to the YouTube video and read the comments section. And it instantly makes me just so happy because it really was received really well. And we we submitted for the Telly Awards, which is an online content awards show. And they gave us nine awards. We placed gold for art direction, silver in four categories, and bronze and um three categories, four categories. Um, so yeah, it was, um, it was my favorite thing I've ever done. I've never been more stressed. I've never been so sleep deprived and I've never been so proud actually. That's awesome. That's so cool. Well, and it was whatever. amazing as people who watched it. Yeah. <laughs> it was so fun. <laughs> you're welcome. So whatever you're whipping up this Halloween, we, we can't wait. And uh, I'm sure if you, if everyone, if you follow Jay, um, there'll be some announcements in the next couple of weeks. So yeah, we're super excited sure. to see what you do. Yeah. We're keeping our fingers crossed. Um, we're not sure if we can do a live event this year with the looming Delta variant, very spooky, very Halloween. Um, so we're, we're seeing what we can produce. Um, but you know, um, keep your fingers crossed for us. Cause we, as a producing team are a little like, Oh God, what's going to happen. But we really do hope we can pull well, off. Some fun this year. I love what, I love what you said before. We got a little broad wasted and when we dreamed a little bigger, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We did. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm thinking we play another game that was so fun. <gasps> oh yeah, absolutely. Ooh. I mean, since we have you here and we haven't played this in, many moons we play a little dirty hands on a hard body oh yes please oh my god <laughs> i like um, you actually was in the show that's what i mean i was like oh i guess we could play oh that was funny <laughs> well we have to yeah i mean absolutely will you, will you be hearing a song from hands on a hard body on september 1st maybe <laughs> Ooh. 
even better. Um, if everyone has forgotten how to play, since we are now in season two of Broadwasted. Yeah, um, season two. Congratulations, y'all. You're a genius. Thank you. So happy to have been picked up after a five-year season one. a little. Can we huh? just call season one the last five years? <laughs> oh my god, we probably should. Very good, Kevin. <laughs> Very good. Um, dirty hands on a hard body. You have two hands. They're on your table or somewhere. That is your hard body. It is a category game. We will go around <laughs> rapid fire in a category. Um, if you stutter, repeat, take too long to think of an answer. One hand goes up. That is, oh, I think my camera's over here. That is your dirty hand. Um, if you have two hands up, you're out. And we play till someone wins. Since we are on Zoom and all of our screens look different, I'm going to tell you what order we're in on my screen, and then that's what we'll do. Um, so on my screen, it goes me, then Jay, then Kevin, then Brian, then back to me. So remember in what order you are. Um, if you get out on a round, you get to pick the next category for everyone else and yourself if you are still in. And first category... I literally just want to be like things that have happened in the last five years, but that's too broad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Kevin, you get to pick the first category. Okay. The first category is um, female Sondheim characters. Wonderful. Okay. Kevin, you begin, then Brian, you're next, then me, then Jay, and onward. Uh, Mrs. Lovett. Dot. Am I next? Brian goes after Kevin. I'm so sorry. Um, I'll uh, who uh, I'll let him have Dodd for his next one. I'll go with the witch. Dodd. Okay. <laughs> you just wait for Kimberly, then you. Oh Jesus! Okay, so it's <laughs> Kevin. Okay, sorry, I didn't listen to the rules. I'm a little broad wasted. Um, Kevin, then Brian, then Kimberly, then me. All right, I'm on board now. Yes. Okay. Fosca. Dot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, can I say, uh, like Mama Rose? Technically, because he did do lyrics. Yes. Right? Now, did he create the character? Or was that the book writer? Who is to say? This was a... Hmm. Who's to say? Or is she a real person? So you can say that. Also that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, if we're doing that, I'm going to say, uh, Maria. Oh. Cinderella. <gasps> you took mine. Um... Mary. So good. Um uh Sally. Uh Rapunzel. Gussie. Little Red. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um uh the pretty one in passion. <laughs> you have to know her name. I do know her name. It's well, I think that I think you just lost the hand. Kind of. it's fine. Yeah, but you also now get to pick the next category. So, so was it hands or is it fingers? Hands. So you have two hands. Okay. So okay. you only have the two chances. Category. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. The next category is Disney animated feature films. That, that start nothing, with a J. That have nothing, <laughs> <laughs> that have, so that um, that have nothing to do with Pixar. So we're just talking like just Disney Animation Studios. <coughs> okay, sure. I'll, I'll I'm go gonna first. get that wrong. I'll go first with the Black Cauldron. <laughs> okay, um, the Sword in the Stone. No White. Little Mermaid. Uh, Cinderella. The Lion King. Beauty and the Beast. Aladdin. Sleeping Beauty. Aristocats. Pocahontas. Oh no, that's a hand. Wow. <laughs> wow. What's when there's crazy? like a caveat to it, you just can't think of anything else. I know. What's crazy is that I just talked about like Disney animated films with my student today. And I was like, well, <laughs> there goes that. <laughs> you already spelled Perfect. it. Perfect. You used it all up. You used it all up. Well, you get to pick a category now. Oh, that's exciting. Um, my category is... 
songs written prior to 1970. Musical theater. Wonderful. Do I start? Yes. Great, 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 great. Anything goes. If I loved you. Oh, what a beautiful morning. What's the use of wondering? Younger than springtime. Bewitched, bothered, and bewildered. The way you look tonight. Mr. Snow. Soon, by Gershwin. Uh, this was a real nice clam bake. <laughs> uh, 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 if ever I would leave you. Oh, yeah. Um, I could have danced all night. Oh, fuck, you took mine. <laughs> um, someone said Mr. Snow already, didn't they? Yeah. Me. Oh, is that two hands then? Oh, yeah. It was my category. Oh, no. I feel like a lot of these categories have been like, it's like a fire hose where like, you know so much, but it gets clogged. So you can't think of anything. Yeah. Totally. That's why I was just like, all of the songs from Carousel. Yeah. Just say why? them all in order. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dang. Well, you get to pick a category for the three of us. Um, oh, I have to pick a category. Oh, yeah, I'm a loser. <laughs> um, <coughs> shows that won Best Musical at the Tony Awards. Okay, Passion. Kevin starts. Uh, Passion. Hamilton. In the Heights. Uh, uh, Avenue Q. Dear Evan Hansen. Spring Awakening. Uh, My Fair Lady. Hades Town. The Lion King. Kinky Boots. Will Rogers Follies. <laughs> um, Pacific, surely. <laughs> I have no idea. What yeah, show? it did. It did. South Pacific. Sure. Um, it won the Pulitzer. <laughs> um, best musical goes to next to normal. Already been said. No. But I don't think it won. I it? think Billy Elliot beat it. Didn't oh, it? well, Wait, even, if it really? even if it wasn't said, you're wrong. It, next to <laughs> normal is like on the list of like musicals that won the Pulitzer without winning best musical. Right. Oh, wow. That's true. Yeah, let me it's see. Really Can you yeah, double check that, Kimberly? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It won best score and then a Pulitzer. <coughs> Not the best wow. musical. Okay, so it didn't win. So it's you two. Do either of you have a hand up? I do not. No. Sudden death. Okay. <gasps> so death. sudden death. And your category is musicals that have starred Jay Armstrong Johnson. <laughs> well, you're going to run out sometimes, so someone's losing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, Brian starts. Sure, I'll start. One of my favorite Jay Armstrong Johnson uh, performances was in Scotland, PA. So good. Fair. Uh, on the town. Catch me if you can. A chorus line. Hands on a hard body. Ah, that was a good one. <laughs> uh, Phantom of the Opera. Mm. Candide. Oh, good one. Um, We've seen him in so many shows. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, Remember when we stand him and just went to every single one of these shows? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> like your regional credits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Newsies. Yeah. <laughs> said that out loud. <laughs> um, 
September 1st at 54 below. <laughs> that counts, Brian. Uh, the Halloween Bash Show. Sorry, that doesn't count, Brian. That's not what it's called. Oh, Kimberly wins. <laughs> I'll take it. Good job. Oh, man. Season two already sabotaging me, Kevin. Yeah, I'm sorry, Kevin. Season two, we know to just memorize our guests' resumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it never change. Um, and there will well, be a quiz <laughs> well that brings us to the end of our episode uh, thank you so much Jay for kicking off season 2 with us this was so fun it was really wonderful to catch up with you we really enjoyed it uh, thank you for having me congrats on season 2 it's always a pleasure of course and just you know um, you can Excuse me. Again, as a reminder, um, you can catch Jay's show um, September 1st, 54 Below. It's at 9.45 p.m. But of course, go to 54below.com, grab tickets for in person um, and then or you, you know, stream it um, from their platform as well. You can find all that on 54 Below. Um, Thank you so much for joining us. Um, You can always follow us at things like. Uh, Twitter, Instagram at Broadwasted. You can find us on social media with uh, Facebook, our Facebook group. You can follow, and then our, our Patreon has been going strong through you know even our, our season break. So you can find us there, and then of course um, you can find us on things like Spotify, wherever you're listening to podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Rate and review us there, five stars, please. Thank you. Um, but uh, will a paycheck mean that we're sellouts? And if we sell out, will they yell out me and you to nobodies in New York? Um, thank you so much for for to the fans and the listeners. Thank you so much for listening to season one. We hope you enjoyed. Um, we really energized during that break. The last five years. Just do a quick binge of season one before you yeah. pick up season two, though. Do it's a, yeah, a quick. Three hundred like plus episodes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, easy binge it in a weekend totally super easy you need it to understand season two obviously yeah. um, there was a big <laughs> cliffhanger so. <laughs> so many plot uh, threads you'll never understand totally it's like quantico is he not is he a bad yeah. guy <laughs> who knows um, who knows well, jay thank you so much and as we end every episode we raise a glass and we say Zutua. Cheers. Cheers, y'all. Hooray! Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Barata papá. En McDonald's Participantes por Tiempo Limitado.